This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, the host of Soccer News IV. Here is our top story. D.C. United is heading to the postseason. The league's leader is the first team in MLS to clinch a trip to the playoffs for 2006. United now have 50 points in league play. That's more than Kansas City or Columbus could get if they won all their remaining games. What's more, only Chicago and New England could break 50 points in the games left, so that means D.C. is only two wins away from clinching home field advantage throughout the playoffs. In the West, Dallas could grab a playoff spot if they win uh, and both L.A. and Salt Lake lose or tie this weekend. FC Dallas is still 11 points from clinching first place in the West. Dallas is also only five points behind D.C. United for the race for the Supporters' Shield, and no one else is realistically in the running anymore. At the same time, no team is out of the hunt for the playoffs so all of the remaining games are important and you may not like the fact that eight teams in the 12 team league go to the postseason i myself have been critical of the playoff structure in mls but you have to admit that it is making this in-season run rather interesting for everybody Demarcus Beasley is going to Manchester City on a one-year loan. Beasley has been at PSV Eindhoven, but spent a lot of last season on the bench. Beasley is expected to get a lot more playing time at City than he did with his Dutch club. Man City, as you may recall, is the club of former U.S. national team captain Claudio Reyna. And now the U.S. former U.S. teammates will be regular team, club team teammates. So while it looks like a good move for bees, not many other Americans made moves during the August international transfer window. There were apparently feelers from European clubs for Clint Dempsey, Josh Wolf, and Eddie Johnson, all in the MLS. MLS turned down a $1.5 million offer for the Deuce. Josh Wolf was unable to get a work permit in England, and the new owners of Kansas City were apparently unwilling to part with Johnson right now even though he was or has underperformed so far with the season for the Wizards. The next opportunity for American players to make the jump to Europe will be in the January transfer window. L.A. will get a chance to defend its U.S. Open Cup title against the Chicago Fire. No team has repeated as Open Cup champs since 1983. And speaking of the Open Cup... On Wednesday, Chicago beat D.C. United 3-0 in Toyota Park. Kalen Carr scored two goals in the second half to secure the win. Chicago's Chris Armas and D.C.'s Facundo Urpin were both ejected in the 77th minute for a bit of a scuffle. 
United's head coach Peter Novak complained after the game about the officiating. Not only did he disagree with the red card against Irpin, but he was also upset about a disallowed goal that would have made the game tied one all in the second half. In Los Angeles, the Galaxy beat Houston 3-1. L.A.'s Alan Gordon scored just six minutes in thanks to a ball from Landon Donovan. Houston's Dwayne De Rosario tied it back up in the 12th, and there was plenty of action just before halftime. Landon gave L.A. the lead in the 44th minute, then in the 45th minute, Kevin Hartman saved a penalty kick that would have tied things up again. As it was, L.A. would get the security goal in extra time, in the second half. Now this game should worry anyone in MLS except the Galaxy. LA has been playing very well the second half of the season due in large part to the improved play of Landon Donovan. I don't believe there has ever been as dominant a player in the postseason in MLS as Landon Donovan. In this Open Cup tournament, which is kind of like a postseason, he has pushed his team to victory over Colorado and now Houston if he's able to get Los Angeles to the playoffs in MLS, then L.A. very well could win both the Open Cup and the MLS Cup for the second year in a row and become the only team in MLS history to win the double back-to-back. If you look at where the Galaxy was back in June, who would have thought this was even remotely possible? Well, let's get to this week's MLS action. Just when you thought Columbus was out of the running, they go and do something like this. The crew trounced the Revolution 3-0 in Crew Stadium. Now, just a week ago, it was the Revs beating the crew, so this reverses that result. Dallas finally beat Houston. It's the first time the Hoops have come out on top of their new in-state rivals in five meetings this season. The one nothing win puts Dallas six points closer to clinching the top spot in the West. The Rocky Mountain rivalry got a little hotter this week as Colorado beat Real one nothing in Salt Lake. But the big news may have been what happened after the game. Many reports say Colorado's Pablo Mastruini began taunting the fans in Salt Lake with some obscene gestures. Now, this angered Salt Lake owner Dave Chekets, who ran onto the field to confront Pablo. The two men had to be separated by their teammates. Chekets complained to the league. MLS said they looked into it, but they didn't find anything obscene. They did, however, find some acts to be unprofessional. They said they would address it, but didn't elaborate as to how they would address it. Further west, L.A. beat Kansas City 2-1 at the Home Depot Center. Alan Gordon scored both goals for L.A. Landon Donovan assisted on both of those goals. L.A. still has not won a game without a goal or assist from Landon. On Sunday, D.C. United grabbed a win on the road, beating Chivas USA 2-1. Christian Gomez scored both goals for United. Some say Christian Gomez should be the MLS uh, most valuable player this season, and those two goals certainly helped that cause. And the Fire beat Red Bull New York 2-1 to in Chicago. Both of the Fire's goals came off giveaways 
by the Red Bull defense. So D.C. is all alone atop the East still. Chicago is in second, followed by New England and Kansas City. The good news for New York and Columbus is the Wizards have fewer games remaining, so there are more points available for Red Bull and the crew. In the West, Dallas extended their lead over Houston. In third place, it's the Rapids, followed by Chivas USA. L.A. and Real both have more points than four teams in the Eastern Division. But that doesn't really matter much. If the playoffs started today, both the Galaxy and Real would be heading home for an early holiday break. It's time now for the schedule. This is the first week for the NFL's regular season. It also happens to be the week with the fewest Major League Soccer games available on TV since the World Cup. Coincidence? Probably not. On Saturday, Chicago heads to Ohio to play last place Columbus. The game is at 6 Eastern. If you want to see it, you'll have to buy a ticket. D.C. United hosts Real Salt Lake, one of only three teams to have beaten D.C. this year. That match starts at 7.30 and is on both Direct Kick and Fox Soccer Channel. Red Bull heads to New England trying to steal some points on the road. You can watch this one on Direct Kick and HTNet. It starts at 7.30. You won't be able to watch Kansas City host Colorado unless you are in Arrowhead Stadium. That match begins at 8.30 Eastern. You also won't be able to see Dallas travel to the Home Depot Center to face Chivas USA. On Sunday, the Galaxy host Houston for a rematch of this week's Open Cup game. You can see it on Direct Kick at 8 Eastern. Well, that's it for this week. I need to give a big shout-out to the folks at Soccerom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.